I truly love to brush my teeth. What the fuck is this? Surprisingly small amount of people listened to the last episode. I did look into it. That was a that was a shockingly low and, audience count. And I gotta say, I'm fine with it for the most part, except for the fact that most people missed your incredible Miley Cyrus impression. It was so good. I thought it was one of the funniest fucking things I've heard in a long, long time. It was while. very organic, which and I think is the magic about it. I feel like if you didn't hear it, you just gotta go. It was like 40-something minutes. Yeah, 38, 40 marks somewhere in there. It was a while. Just go find that. I don't care if you listen to the rest of the episode, but uh, what a joy. It's spot on. I couldn't I couldn't believe that uh, you could do such a spot on Miley Cyrus impression. I, I don't even want I don't want you to do it now because I want them to go and listen. I don't want to ruin the magic. No, <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to ruin the magic. <laughs> but just know that it came from a really real place in my heart where I really in my head was like, I'm about to nail this Miley Cyrus impression. <laughs> and then I did what I did. And nail it. You did. And nail it. I did. It was incredible. So. I, I was like, man, he must have been working on this for months. Never forget. Mm. And that just like, I don't know. It's disappointing when people do us dirty like that. You know, we I make know, a good yeah. one. You don't tune in. I, then We I tried can't. so hard. We got so far. But in the end, it didn't even matter. Like, Rory had to drive two minutes down the hill to get here to do this. Two whole minutes, everybody. That time is worth something in cryptocurrency. I don't know. You could explain that better than I could. You but see, I digress. A blockchain is a lot like a woman. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. <Okay>. No. <laughs> uh, because you can't or won't? Uh, both. <laughs> <laughs> Pick one. You met, uh, nice. It's like there are some people who are like, done, and they just tuned out right there i well that seems to be what's happening is we're gradually driving everybody away i mean that's kind of also was our goal i'm pretty sure if you go back at one point we said that our goal was just to alienate ourselves from everybody and you know maybe try to drive the listener a little insane maybe that's what's happening is they're just slowly like asyluming up you're you're absolutely correct that the stated goal of this podcast has for a long time been <laughs> trying to get nobody to listen. Yeah, so we're doing maybe we're doing pretty well. When we think about it, we're crushing a pretty significant thing in life. Yeah. It's always one of those things where somebody's like, "I tried getting someone to listen to. They didn't like it very much." Oh, yeah, it's the equivalent of my theater teacher like when she couldn't find something nice to say, she just look at you and go, "You did it again." <laughs> <laughs> we get the equivalent of that for the I, podcast all the time. I fucking love that. I'm going to start. We got a wedding to go to, and I'm going to say that to everybody. <laughs> that shirt, <laughs> you did it again. You did it again. That's in, that is something. <laughs> that is a shirt. It was amazing. That is so good. That's so killer. Yeah. I love a good baller line. Uh, you said one before this. What was it? Um, it's an homage, not a theft. Yeah. <laughs> Some baller shit. <laughs> when you just blatantly rip somebody off. Oh, it's just a, what an illusion. <laughs> it's more yeah. of a tribute, really. Yeah. See, we need, we're going to need some ballers because Kanye West is done. 
He's uh, out. He has no more baller cryptocurrency left. Dude, he's losing his fucking it's mind. Not, Rory, it's not good. It's uh, it's it's kind of concern. I keep seeing like pictures of people on overpasses with signs that say things like Kanye West is right about the Jews, and I'm like, wow, when, what is going on here? What what is like? Don't get me wrong. Every every crackpot can can go out and and three people going out and hanging signs and having somebody take a picture of it and having it go viral. Three million people seeing a sign of three assholes doing something stupid does not mean that everybody in the country is losing their fucking minds. But it feels like everybody in the country is losing their fucking minds. Uh, and uh, you know, like Kanye West, man, is just the the the. Uh, we're just watching his meltdown in real time. It's pretty wild. I, the last thing I saw, like, what was, okay, you first, what was the last thing that you saw news-based about Kanye West? The last thing that I saw news-based about Kanye West. Statement he made. I or... saw that Adidas dropped him. Yes. Which was a big deal. Yep. He defied them. He dared them. Over said, a billion dollar deal. Do it, you pussies. Over a billion dollars. Um, I believe it makes him no longer a billionaire. I don't know how that works because his net worth is somewhere around two billion, I think. Is it? Yeah. Some people say like seven, which I'm like, I don't, I don't know where they. Billion, no. I don't know where they get that number. Um, if his deal was potentially worth one point five billion dollars, then I don't know how losing it removes his value. Like, is it a stock option thing? Maybe I. I maybe does he lose? It was it vested? Uh, you know, because if it was a vested thing. Uh, then he just like, they were just like, well, you just lost all of this money that you had in your account. Like, it's basically. probably some wacky just, clause that he made yeah. with himself. And that's why they, that's why he like ends up losing a lot of money, which is real dumb, real fucking dumb. And that's the thing, man, for a long time. And I was one of these people for a little while. A lot of us were making excuses for Kanye being like, oh, you know, when he's kind of like, Going off, it's he's you know he's mentally ill. We need to kind of remember that he's not always in control of it. But then, like the more you learn about it, you're like, no, actually, he does bear some responsibility. Yeah, in the midst of all of this, if he's aware so, too. He's got that stuff. Like maybe lay off the Jews, Kanye. Yeah, yeah, it's not a great it's look. Not a good look. It's not a good look. You had to consciously arrive at that decision Kanye it's one of those things where it's like okay Kanye you basically did like you you did with like a, a bored 17 year old Pennsylvanian conservative white boy did uh, you know which is like fell down the Infowars hole and fell so far into the crazy mill that suddenly everything's getting blamed on the Jews and the Rothschilds uh, and you bit into it hook line and sinker because like you're in a world where you feel like everybody's betraying you as you alienate yourself from everybody else. Like it's not it's not every like everybody in the world's not alienating you, Kanye. You're alienating yourself from everybody else. Like how does it I, I don't I don't get how that you don't see it, but again, I guess that's the nature of mental illness. Anti-Semitism, this is a line that's gonna get me hella laid. Anti-Semitism <laughs> is not the same thing as mental illness. Mm-hmm. And that's what the campaign will use to take him down is you can't hide behind your bipolar disorder. I was going to say that the latest piece of news that I heard was uh, Kanye West has been telling a bunch like that. He's, he's mad about Pete Davidson's 10 inch penis. What? Yeah. Well, first of all, he's the running story around. can't be true. I don't believe that Pete Davidson's got a hog. I don't. I don't either. 
again, he's already made the joke that uh, Ariana Grande is just a, a tiny person. <laughs> and so, and that she, not only that, but that she's saying it out of spite uh, so that people will be disappointed from then on when they uh, try to sleep with him and find out he's not. Do you think but, Ariana Grande, the little porcelain doll, is that Machiavellian? Uh, maybe. I believe that she turns into a little porcelain doll at night she after might be a that show. spiteful. You never know. She came from the Nickelodeon world, didn't she? They teach you to cut throats over at Nickelodeon. It is some kind of Arya Stark yeah. shit when you think about That's it. That's like, listen, I feel like the Nickelodeon world that she came from or the, the Disney world, like that was a... Uh, that was like Mickey Mouse Club, not even 2.0, but like 3.0. Like that was some generations after that shit. And look what it did to those kids. The only person who really got out of that unscathed was Justin Timberlake. Wasn't he or who was it? Who was in the Mickey Mouse Club with all of them? It was. There's a bunch of them. Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera and Justin Timberlake, I think, right? I think so. And Maybe another NSYNC guy? Was Aaron Carter Joey involved? Fatone was making Joey, sandwiches Joey. in Paramus by that point. <laughs> <laughs> he was a 40-year-old man already. Uh, he, was, he was losing a lot of hair. He had a they, wife and two kids. They, they, they tried to put the Mickey Mouse cap on him every episode, but it was just, there was just a shot. <laughs> Too Mickey fat Mouse. for the Mickey Mouse hat. Tons of locks of hair falling <laughs> down in the middle of the songs. We're young and cool. <laughs> 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 and it's cool to do insulin. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Just shoots himself up. Right. We couldn't get through a take without him uh, having to do something. That guy ran through a lot of insulin. You guys Poor would be guy. shocked. Poor guy. But uh, Just kidding, Joey. We ever see you, we'll, we'll go have poke. It wasn't, um, God, what's his face? Did the dance movie with uh, your favorite actress in the world. Ryan Gosling? Gosling. You're talking about Emma Stone and the film La La Land? Yeah. Shove it up your ass. (laughs) I'm glad we got there, guys. You you did most of the work, but I I got the enjoyment out of it. Uh, Yeah, was Ryan Gosling, was he in the Mickey Mouse Club? He might have been. That or he was like a Canadian equivalent. Was he a Mouseketeer? (laughs) I think he might have been, actually. But so the point I'm trying to make is that Ariana Grande came from a world of psychopaths. You know? Look at how many... um, Child actors grow up and at the end of it are pretty normal, like fairly normal people. Like Macaulay Culkin's a weirdo, but he ended up okay. Everyone was like, Shia LaBeouf's going to be okay. He's going to grow up hard, but okay. And no, he did not. Shia LaBeouf is another dude who kind of got a pass for a while for being like mentally crazy genius. But he, you can also be an asshole and Shia LaBeouf is definitely an asshole. Sure. So let's just start calling it what it is. Mm-hmm. We're yep. coming for you, Shia. <laughs> he's gonna get I'm it. I'm coming for you. He's gonna get it. It's too bad. It's too bad. All, all, uh, even Stevens didn't, uh, didn't turn out so well. He ended up getting the limelight. Christy Carlson Romano gets kind of tucked off to the side. Where is she now? I don't. I, pff, Lord knows. Who knows? Uh, probably. Maybe she does indie films. I don't know. Hmm. We had very different thoughts. I was gonna say she's probably playing a lot of like hot mom roles on like cable TV, TLC, cop shows, Hallmark Channel. Yeah. I don't Killer know Milf. how my life ended up like this. And then she walks over and puts her hand on the window and looks out. And there just happens to be a certain younger buffer gentleman mowing the lawn right at that same time. Autumn with my MILF <laughs> on Hallmark. <laughs> we'll be right back. <clears throat> Sugar mama likey. <laughs> <laughs> you love it. You know you love it. Laugh it up. It's pumpkin spice latte season. I just... Flip through that channel. I'm like, I can't relate to any of this. <laughs> oh, <dude. laughs> 
<laughs> they look like the. F- th- this is one of the weirdest things that's ever happened. What? These movies look like something that Will Ferrell would do as a gag. Mm-hmm. They're that quality. They're that bad. Oh, yeah. They're that like because they know they're trash. They look like a Will Ferrell gag. Look, but Will Ferrell made a Hallmark movie and took it deadly serious. The suburban mom and housewife's life can be simple sometimes, and as such, you don't need fancy thing. You don't need them their fancy Avengers plots. You just you just throw a couple things together. It's a, a nice cobbled together it's like an hour and a half of content you know maybe two and a half hours with commercials really just something to get through the day you're kind of bored it's thursday and it's like 2 30 and you don't got shit going on i was just saying it, it doesn't have to be that cerebral a plot on old on old hallmark channel oh no i'm a i'm a mom and i'm trying to rein in my rebellious daughter after we made a new move to kennebunkport we wanted to be near the bushes hour and a half like that's the plot that's it hour and a half oh no she tried marijuanas she's just hugely pregnant with tattoos you don't understand what it's like i'm trying to make new friends in a new area says this actor who's playing someone who's 14, but clearly they're like 24. Mm. Is it clearly a Canadian film you've been discussing? Mm-hmm. This one, yeah. Because that's the mark. They have like 39-year-old people playing 16-year-olds on Canadian TV. Oh, sure. They had Drake on Degrassi. They don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck. How old was Drake when he was on Degrassi? I do not know. When was... 14? Degrassi is still a thing? Or it was. I believe Degrassi never dies. Or was that his Mickey Mouse Club thing? That that's what I'm saying. Where there's that's like where a Canadian equivalent. I think that's what I meant. Was like a lot of people pass through Degrassi. That was his search. Just like in Australia, there's a soap opera called um, Home and Away, and like mm-hmm. Chris Hemsworth. Like wow, Jim Liam Carrey. Hemsworth. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Just doing Fire Marshal Bill. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. I don't actually know what Fire Marshal Bill sounds like. No, I don't either. Really. Yeah. What was that on? It was on... Uh, in Living Color. In Living Color, yeah. <sighs> yep, goddamn. Good stuff. Well, goddamn, kid. Goddamn. Well, was a little Stone Cold Steve Austin for you. It's just weird sometimes when you when you see actors now and you think that they were just in this one thing that you love, but then you end up seeing them in, in old random shit. You go see some of the crap that like... Uh, not, uh, not Tom Cruise, but... Uh, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Yes, <laughs> that's the one. See some of the crap he used to do back Part in the, of the day. show. Tom. Yeah, he was in like Bachelor Party. And yeah, like... oh, it's really bad. Oh, Bachelor Party's awful. It's the best. Yeah, I mean, just like random stuff. Like, have you ever seen the Man with One Red Shoe? No. Yeah. See exactly. That's a Tom Hanks movie. Is it a very literal title? It's a. It's about. It's like one of those comedies about the government is trying to find someone who's involved in espionage and he's just some random fucking guy who they start bugging and thinking that he's involved and thinking that he's making all these messages and doing all these coded things when he's really just like a bumbling idiot. Do they think this because he has the one red shoe? Yeah. Was that like a marker for... It's part of it. It's part... I don't want to ruin things Classic hijinks. I also haven't seen it in a long time, but uh, yeah. That's delightful. That could be on Hallmark. Well, it also reminds me of that thing that Bill Murray did. Bill Murray, people are coming for him, too. What the fuck is going on? I don't know much about this whole... This is a hot celebrity gossip episode, apparently. I don't know what happened with the Bill Murray thing. Well, it's just because it's finally... It's it's one of those times when 
everybody's kind of having their moment on being like, we're sick of celebrities being pricks. Like, why can't they just not like they're making a shit ton of money for making movies. Like that's all, that's all you guys do. And don't get me wrong. Like you don't get a moment's peace, but you're also millionaires. Um, and you get to be in entertaining films and loved by millions. Uh, so you can't be an asshole. And Bill, Bill Murray has a shit ton of examples of him just being an asshole and not just to like regular people, but also to other celebrities. Like I can't remember who it is. It might be, uh, Seth Green. Uh, yes, this is one of the things I actually have seen. Five foot nothing, Seth Green. But when he was like, because he was a young kid around Hollywood. And uh, apparently he was an obnoxious little shit. And Bill Murray picked him up once and put him head first into the garbage. And he was like, garbage goes in the garbage can. And embarrassed him in front of a shit ton of people. And he like ran out crying. I think it was SNL he did that to him. Yeah, that's what the article I read said did yeah. in SNL. <clears throat> when keeping it real goes wrong. Yeah. Am I right? Mm-hmm. That's the thing is like that that kind of thing. I think we all for a long time gave Bill Murray the past. It's another example. Yeah, because we love we, his work. We mythologize being an asshole because we're like, well, it's artistic. He's an asshole, but he's an artist. Well, like, it's like we love the, the things he does. We, we love the people he plays it's the kind of people it's like uh it's back in the day you looked at the three stooges and uh you know they would be out in public and uh who was it that always got smacked was it curly yeah i can't remember which one but he would get smacked around by people sometimes because you know they (laughs) didn't discern like they didn't know the difference between what he was doing up there and who he was as a person it's the kind of people like if you were a kid and you saw you know Alan Rickman, someone running around, and you were afraid of Snape. You know, you wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to discern him from Snape. And uh, you know, we we unfortunately did that with Bill Murray because we're like, we love his characters. We did it in a positive way instead. So I'm like, man, I hate that guy because the because he's a, he's always a bad guy wrestler. Oh, he's a dick. You know, uh, so people boo him. Boo. He's like, no, no, play a character and a thing. You know, people don't uh, make that connection. I don't. I yeah. I think uh, we have poor boundaries with these people. That's why we hate yep. them. We have parasocial relationships. We don't actually know any of these motherfuckers. No, but we hate them all the same. Well, it's depressing. I think in this case because it's like a Lance Armstrong thing where we all kind of raised him up, and uh, it turned out to not be what we thought he was. We did. The culture <laughs> carried Bill Murray around like Peter Gabriel. And to be fair, I give. Lance Armstrong a pass now when you think about it it was who was it it was Bill Bill Burr who said it I can't remember who it was who said it but he was like look it's like when the races we were talking about like the the first 23 people were doping so our doped up guy beat your doped up guy <laughs> like, I was like oh he made a really good point you know, I was like, that's kind of fucked up because it undermines all the people who tried to race and didn't cheat. But when you really look at it in that light, when all he cheated was he he was the best cheater of all the cheaters. <laughs> and that's all professional bicycle races were. What are you going to do? That kind of changes my perspective on the thing as well. You can tell how much I've given a shit because yeah. I did not know any of that. Like yeah. I, I looked because I don't care because at the end of the day, it's bike riding. And the guy beat a bunch of cancer and then and then won all of it. So it's like, hey, man, nobody asked the question of how he was doing that. I don't. 
I guess it makes sense now, doesn't it? But it's so funny because that led to like the document, like you ever watch Icarus, that documentary oh, yeah. that led to us finding out that Russia was just cheating in the Olympics. And this is the one we found out about. <laughs> Kids were goosed. And then we let them compete. We kept letting them compete anyways. And it's like, well, you can't, you can't, uh, penalize the the kids and all the people who uh who who worked so hard to get to the olympics in that country go yes yes you can because in all the previous years they were cheating (laughs) again it's the same situation and now if you were to show me that the united states was cheating and china was cheating and oh look belarus belarus is cheating every other country they're all cheating and their drugged up cheater beat all the other drugged up cheaters. Well, then I guess I'm a hypocrite if I'm okay with Lance Armstrong and not this. Then I would understand. But if you're the only people who got caught, fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> fuck off. Get better at hiding it or fucking go away. It's ridiculous. Not to say like, I mean, it's either that or we just sit there and, and, and wave it all off and go, the Olympics are just, we're just making a fuck ton of money. Like that's all it is for you guys. It's just... Flexing our arms as countries and you guys just making a shit ton of money off the rights. Yeah, you market the athletes, you tout the success. Yeah. It's, you know. And it's good for those athletes and they make a bunch of money. The people who manage them make a bunch of money. Or so, we call it the old dog and pony show. Yeah, so that's just that's all it really that's what we is. Call it. Uh, that's what we get. Yeah, that's what we call it. Yeah. We're just strutting them out. And all the athletes, they get to go, they get to compete on the highest level, they get to meet other hot, attractive, in shape people. Everybody knows they're all banging each other. Spreading a lot of diseases through Olympic Village. Yeah, they're spreading a ton of STDs. And you think I'm joking. I'm not. They're all banging each other. It's Come on. Not a bit. This is this is a bunch of people in their late teens to early through mid twenties, all the most physically fit people in the world meeting up at a hub. And then we've been doing this for a uh, god since before we've been we were born. They yes. have groin muscles that kind of naturally go together like Legos. Let's be honest, you have they have muscles that you have not seen before. They have muscles that science doesn't know about. Yeah. And then, like, they not only do they have them, but the person that they're about to have sex with also has them. They they form a superhuman at that point. Again, Lego bricks connecting together. They might have to have a crowbar to pull themselves apart afterwards. Uh, so that shit's definitely going down. So that's I get why you would want that to continue from that perspective. I mean, and again, this is how we, we get future athletes, people. Uh, yeah, you're a big <laughs> roided up dum-dum from Russia, and you just want to go cut loose and hook up at the olympic village what's so wrong about that yeah come on guys ridiculous because everything special about you came out of a bottle (laughs) we either kick them out when they do or everybody just starts to do it because i really like at what point do we recognize that it's a competition but it's not like we're not going to turn i mean you know screw it let's turn nfl nba let's turn them all into this big doping ring we just like let's just throw the gloves off and just make it happen. I want to see some hu- superhumans tear each other apart. That would be it, it would be very customizable. That's right? what's so interesting about it. You take the right dose of the right thing and you sure. could look like the rock, but a different thing gets you Zac Efron. Exactly. And, like, and we're we're you know, we're streamlining it. It's perfect. And every now and then they get it wrong, so you get like a real roid rage incident out on the basketball yes, court. Dude, and you watch some guy tear someone else in half like a phone book. Just, and then he has to go and do the apology thing afterwards, like, I'm sorry. I uh I didn't know what I was thinking about, you know. I had a really hard game. Uh, you know, it was uh, 
It was a close one. Really, really, really tough coming out here to face the Knicks. Uh, <laughs> Stop looking at me! <laughs> yeah. One of the guys is doing so many steroids that his eyes, he's got that hamster disease where their eyes just, <laughs> just bug out of their skull of until skull. they burst. He's deadlifting. They both just shoot out onto a kid's hot dog in the audience. In the course of an interview, you watch a zit form and burst on his forehead. <laughs> That's a sport, baby. Any that questions? is a sporting league. That's fun. That's See, again, I think we should just get into it. I... I don't understand something. We figured out, I thought a couple years ago, that football killed you. <laughs> that the constant damage that you received to your head kills you. Uh, and not in a fun way. And people are still doing it. We're still a lot of money. Billions and billions and billions of dollars. And I don't understand. Did you We're see that t- uh, Tua Tagovailoa hit? No. The quarterback for the Miami Dolphins. Uh uh-uh. Did he just get killed? I don't want to like, well, okay, we'll keep it at that. Because the timeline of events to me, I didn't see the game where apparently he got a concussion. Uh-huh. And then was allowed to go back into the game because they said he had back pain. And that, oh, it's it's all good. It's his back. Uh-huh. Okay. He didn't get let the man, wrong. let Reggie Ray play. <laughs> and he play. <laughs> And then in a subsequent game, he got hit and hit hard. Clean hit, as far as I can remember. But sure, but just hit and hit hard and fucking it. smashed his head on the turf. Do you know what fencing is? Uh, the fencing position, yeah. Yes. Where you get really rigid and kind of stiff. But you're like kind of like it's like your body's reaching out almost. Yeah, you're doing creepy hands. Yeah. You're and doing you like shake. creepy dino hands. You can shake you're not doing it there. consciously. Fingers mm-hmm. are all curled up and shit. Yeah, it's a traumatic response to severe brain injury. Well, wouldn't you know who won the pony? Because that's what happened to Tua. Um, yeah. Oh, so you'd be done then. He played Sunday. Uh, but think about that. That's like, I think he's been in the league for two or three years. Yeah. Well, that's the sort of thing that like will follow him for the rest of his life, whether the rest of his career is fine and dandy, never takes another swing, you know. That's one day going to show up. You got a really bad one right off the bat. Yeah. You know, you might have had a case with like two or three mild ones. Well, it was like growing up when they were like, if you get like there's a certain number of sunburns you can get before the age of 10 that, you know, if you get them, it really increases your chance of skin cancer. Oh, fucked. But yeah, yeah, you know, of course, because we're, we're from a pale state. So when you get the sunburn, you get it good. Oh, get it in there nice and deep like subcutaneous. But you just you get them early and it just that's it. But again, for a lot of these people, you sit there and go, I cannot just lift myself but my whole family along with me, which is something I think all of us would do. I, it's so funny. I see these people like they're uh, I, I look at billionaires with like they have that net worth. I'd be like, I'd give so much money to everybody. I don't understand these human dragon people who hoard their gold in their little nests. I'm so confused. Well, Rory, there's stocks and there's bonds. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> don't. Don't don't talk. It's a it's a it's hundred billion dollars. I don't understand. Jeff Bezos, you naked mole rat, just crawling all over treasure like Smaug the dragon. I'm telling you, where's the where's the cut? We, we, you know, I want to see. We got the there's a couple of cuts of that desolation of smog. I want to see, and one of them is going to have to be the Bezos cut, where they just cut his face in there. <laughs> Jeff Bezos just gets all kinds of oiled up and naked. Show me the mocap. Slithers around on a bunch of doubloons. Yeah, they're real doubloons because you can afford it. Yeah, you know? it's part of the bit. 
It's authentic. A bunch of coin enthusiasts out there like myself looking at it going, you're ruining those. You're ruining the coins. It's like when Kurt Russell smashed that guitar in the, the Grateful Eight. The oils are, yes. Hateful the, Eight. Yeah. Excuse the, me. In the, in the, the Grateful, grateful Eight. eight. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Hey, man. Just so much tie-dye. I was walking down Grovenera Square. Yeah, yeah, a bunch of music that I just don't care to listen Someone to. Someone <laughs> poisoned the coffee, man. Oh, no. Just acid instead, and they just lie on the floor for two Whoa. and a half hours. <laughs> Have you ever, like, really thought about your hands? Credits. Whoa. You know what? That would actually be a hilarious movie if you had a bunch of people just tripping on acid the entire time, but we're watching them experience it. We're not seeing what they're seeing. <laughs> That's two and a half hours of them lying on a rug being like, I have to defeat the Cosmic King. Everyone's like, oh, my God, you're freaking me out, man. You got to calm down. It's like a mutual acid trip they're having that we can't see. So avant-garde. So brave not to show it. It's like the shark in Jaws. I was thinking before we came in here about like stuff we could do and should do. Could do and should do. You know, I'm like, do we take a trip down memory lane and get on Reddit and do Am I the Asshole? That's a standby treat. That's a reliable option. Oh, like something fun from back in the day. You know, yeah, just some kind of bit, some kind of web, a Reverend William type thing. Ooh. I'd love to be able to sink my teeth into I that. He's dead yet. I think he's never going to die. Secretly, he's just the Antichrist waiting to reincarnate from a new cocoon. I think he's a young Republican like Matt Gates. <laughs> I've been reincarnated in you, Matt. And he just flies away. Ah, read the Bible. John Fetterman turns into a Hulk and fights him. <laughs> Be funny. So, yeah, you were thinking. No, I'm just, I guess, because no. people don't listen to the show anymore, and this is kind of our private space. Yeah, it's kind of To moot. throw ideas off one another. We can stop caring, because we were it's definitely nice. caring before. Yeah, you know what I, I mean? I was throwing so much effort and worry into what we wanted to discuss, and now I realize I can just sit here and, like, I see that Butterfinger over there. Chuck me that Butterfinger. We just, we spent so much time Huck trying it. to please people and to yeah. get it right, and I think it just, you know, it never mattered all along. No, of course not. We had our peak long, long ago in the before four time, which is uh, pre-COVID. What and would, then everybody disappeared. Would you consider the peak those episodes we were doing in New York? Uh, yeah, well, we were getting like 100 plus listeners at that point. They sure were good. We were full of hope and life at that point. Mm. And now I'm eating a Butterfinger <laughs> on the podcast. Life comes at you fast. You don't take a moment to sit down and enjoy it. <sighs> we got the off-brand mm. jawbreaker, mouthbuster. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We have banana Laffy Taffy. Interesting. Hmm. See, playing the hits feels good. I miss Butterfingers. Hmm. Can I tell you what I miss? What a joy. Butterfinger BBs. Somebody, like, think about how long it's been since those were actually a thing. How long has it been? Because at a certain point, it's like, who saw the last Dodo and when? How do you know when it went extinct? I think we were probably like, God, 12 to 14, probably when those were around. When the BB died? Yeah. Look it up. Look up Butterfinger BB. When was that around? Oh, my goodness. I mean, a long it was... fucking time ago, man. I'm telling you. It's been at least 10 years. It's been at least, I'm going to say 17 years. I'm going to go Butterfinger BBs. What happened to Butterfinger BBs? 
90s nostalgia, yada yada, Nestle Magic Wonder Ball, piece of shit, fuck you. Like WoW chips, it turns out Butterfinger BBs were contributing to anal seepage. Big time seepage. Too many people were taking them and stuffing them up their asses. They were discontinued in 2006. Wow. Came in in 92, out in 2006. Wow, dude. Long time ago. That's a long time to be without a BB. It was like 17. Those were so good. You know, it's like a whole Butterfinger. It's a little bit of a perilous candy, I would say. You bite into it, it might go rogue on you. Chocolate and pieces of, you know, Buttercrunch might go flying everywhere. Here's the thing. But it's worth it. The Butterfinger that I just had was like one of those little tiny ones, like the Halloween size. Sure. Obviously, because Halloween is coming up. Absolutely. Um, and it was warm, so it kind of crumbled. You know what I mean? It wasn't solid. The butter, like the, the wafer inside was real crumbly. I remember Butterfingers being a lot more solid than that. And the Butterfinger BBs were fucking great mm. because those things crunched. Those things were solid as fuck. So you could let them sit in your mouth and like, you know, I was a melter. or you could just crunch right into them if you wanted to. But they were always more solid than the Butterfinger was. And that's why I liked them. Because I got to tell you, the Butterfinger is good, but I like it if that if it was like more of a candy kind of a crunch. And that's the thing. When you get like a big Butterfinger, I find the bellwether is, does it stick in your teeth like some kind of horrible troll man? Nice. Because if it gets all caught in that teeth, you're like, oh, yeah, this is a butter crunch. Yep. I'm using it as fillings. Ah, so good. Mm. I'm going to save this for later. (laughs) I hope I don't meet some nice girl. It's like Coke Gack. You just need a sugar bust and you like (laughs) lick your molar. I'm back, baby. That's great. That's great. There's there's only certain people who will get that reference. (laughs) (laughs) It's great. It's great stuff. It's good stuff. Top notch, Vic. Uh, I don't know. I uh, Halloween is coming up, Rory. Yeah. How about for the rest of this show, we try to be as like AM drive time radio as possible. How do we? How do we even do that? Well, here we are today on the Skinbone. We got to get real mellow, and uh, I don't know. Yeah. Why? What do you? Why? Read what, the what traffic report. I'm just uh, saying because like I want to go in a really inane direction, and we might as well steer into it so it looks like a bit, and not that we've just run out of ideas. Oh well, I was going to ask you what, if you could do what would what, what would you have uh, if we had friends? Okay. Okay. And if we had parties to go to. Hmm. Uh, what would you have dressed up with for this year's Halloween party that doesn't exist? What would I have gone at? What my costume have been? Yeah. I'll tell you. I was going to be Peacemaker from the program uh, on HBO, nice. Peacemaker. That's not bad. Because there is... I was going to be the racist guy from Peacemaker. <laughs> oh, his daddy. The big clan uniform guy. The big dragon. <laughs> that's so no cool. No reason why. I just like the suit. Oh, that's terrible. So you're going to be Peacemaker? I wasn't going to be, but I was like, man, wouldn't it be cool if I yeah. was good looking enough and capable to pull like off John Peacemaker? Cena. <laughs> <laughs> if only I looked like John Cena. Yeah. I feel that way every year about the Heimdall costume. <laughs> they took it from you, Rory. Yeah. Goddamn Idris Elba. You take all my parts. <laughs> <laughs> They're really fucked up. Somewhere I'm in a casting room. Sorry, Mr. Fitzgerald. We just... Gave it to Idris Elba again. God damn it. Again. No. I just see him around the corner. <laughs> hey, man, no hard feelings, right? Fuck you, Fitzgerald. Fuck damn you, you, Idris Elba. Idris Elba. 
I take that to my grave. Everyone's like, yeah, man, sure, totally. I swear I'd be famous if it wasn't for that. Fuck Idris Elba. My great rival, Idris Elba. They were going to make me the next Bond until they made Idris Elba the next Bond. <laughs> they made me Q. <laughs> they made, they me, made Q. me Q. But what would you go as? Every year I always want to do the same, the same costume. You know what it is. Harry Carey Potter. Harry Carey Potter. Uh, even though no one will get that anymore. Uh, I, still, I still think it's a fantastic bit. It was just Harry Carey, who was a, an old announcer for the Chicago Cubs. Hey! Who sounded ridiculous. Cubs win! Best, best lampooned by Norm MacDonald on SNL. Uh, Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell. I said Norm. Yeah, you're right. Well, Will Ferrell. And, uh, Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell. And, Will Ferrell. Uh, and then Harry Potter, who uh, was this guy from this book. I don't know if any of you guys read. Ever heard of it? Ever heard of it? Uh, and I saw I was going to go as Harry Carey Potter. I thought that'd been pretty fun. Hey, I expect a Patronum. Yeah, well, Patronum's a cub. Go Cubs. Go Cubs. Cubs you just, win. You just run around doing stuff like that. That's great. I wanted to do it one year a long, long time ago. And uh, the problem is, is the Harry Carey glasses, impossible to find they, for cheap. They are. They are. Because you can find like ASMR girl large frame glasses but you can't but find you the look harry like an glasses. asmr girl yeah. you don't look like harry carey and in order to pull off harry carey potter you have to get the harry carey glasses Correct. you can't use the harry potter glasses otherwise you're just harry fucking potter you have to put on the harry carey glasses and uh get the robe and then put on some like tight button down shirt and then give yourself the scar. You have to, yes, you have to essentially be Harry Carey with a wizard in a robe. Gryffindor robe with the thunderbolt drawn on your head. Yes. And a little wand. Exactly. It doesn't work if you do it any other way than that. Yeah. It's like I wanted to be a creation I called Bernie Macklemore, and then I couldn't figure out any version of that that didn't involve <laughs> blackface <laughs> to make it make sense. That's so, so fucking good. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so I couldn't do it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't think you can ever get away with that one. You got to pass that one off to the right friend. <laughs> <laughs> I just, that was one. Bernie Macklemore. <laughs> that was one that never really got past the concept of the name. I was just uh, like, Bernie Macklemore. Got it. It's like being like, oh, I don't know. I'm just going to throw some stuff together. Humanity. I don't know. How do we pull that off together? Oh, Power of Grayskull. Mm. How, do you, how do you pull that off? You can't. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. That one's tough because, again, it's you have to bad. go as a manatee with the He-Man haircut and yeah. the little bandolier yeah, and the sword. But then, like, I don't know. Who wants to see that? Who's that for? Yeah. They're just like you do really fun, weird mashups. Like you go as Napoleon Dynamite dressing up as Zorro. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm Napoleon Dynamite as Zorro. Gosh. And like you just go around doing shit like that. I was going to say fascist Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what jumped in my head when you started saying that. <laughs> Hard fash Napoleon Dynamite. Uh, that's fucked up. Dressed in a lot of, just dressed in Doc Martens. <laughs> Kanye, eat the Jews. God. God. Yep. Those are the, those are the mashups of the future. Dressing up as like your favorite character, dressing up as someone else. That's, that's how you uh, up your. Your, your Halloween game, folks. Just from me to you. Let me just pass that on to you guys. Take it to the next level. Take it to the next to level. To an uncomfortable level. If you hadn't figured it out before now, God, that's why you listen, probably. Yeah. If you're still left, listening to this episode, which I guess... Well, wait. Halloween's on a month. Wait. 
Damn it. What day does this come out? Wednesday? Yeah. Tomorrow. We're going to miss Halloween. Yeah, we did this night before. This, I guess, is the Halloween episode. That or we can do it late. I mean, we could hear from people who could tell us if they've got any great Halloween stories. Because we can, we can throw that shit into an episode on the fly. No fucking problem. Sure. You know what's so scary about this episode? What? How bad it is. Uh, it's not that good. Ooh, spooky. <sighs> it kind of takes the wind out of your sails when, you know, everyone you ever empowered and loved and trusted out in the audience, we've been nothing but good to them. We've had some good episodes lately. Yes. Not this one, but not some this good one. one. <laughs> not, not this time. Not this time. But, uh, you know, and that's okay, because now we've got the last diehards listening. Really, pretty much push people as far as they're going to go we at this point. We can tell you why you're really here. Skibble Lounge is secretly a cult. Everyone gather around. Everyone gather around. We've discussed this before as a bit. However, the bit was real. Now, I know on the show we told you to always suspect every bit. Is this a bit? You don't know that for sure. I'm telling you it's not a bit. Yeah. But I'm a notorious liar on the show. That's my bit. So Here's what's going to happen. The world is going to end. So we all need to get together. I'm going to make some punch. Don't ask me where I got it. We're going to catch a ride on Hailbop. Now, those other people, they thought that it had to be close for you guys to catch a ride on it. Not true. We just need to get our hands on some of those shoes. That's what we need to get. What kind of shoes? Can't remember. Nikes. Pretty sure they were white Nikes. They sure were. The all key we to do, everything. They're the key to all of this. So I want everyone to get on eBay, okay? we got to get that specific year. We're going to get some of those shoes together. We're going to get together. You know what, fuck it. Let's get some hoodies, too. We're going to get some nice Nike hoodies. We're going to all get together, make a nice, like, have a nice sleepover slumber party, and die together. Just a bunch of hype beasts show up and commit ritual suicide <laughs> together. <laughs> have you ever considered being tased? Why? To see what it feels like? Isn't a part of you curious? No, because I feel like it hurts. Well, let me ask you this. Would you rather do the taser or the stun gun? I feel like they're both the same in terms of pain. Because there's some... What is it? The stun gun is the one that has the, the, the two things that stick into you no the stun gun it's contra it's counterintuitive yeah. the okay, stun yeah. gun is, is the, the little fucking handheld shaver yeah. thing yeah and the taser, taser. is the shoot taser, taser, taser. yeah i would probably rather get stun if like i had to pick one i'd probably rather get stun gunned because you can go eh, and it can be done yeah versus the taser which has to hit you stick into you and um i mean i don't know they both seem like absolute hell it's one of those things where like America is so fucked up right now that cops were supposed to use tasers to stop people. And instead, we've gone to the point where they just shoot them now. Like, we just shoot people. And it's funny because I remember growing up, like when I was growing up, there was always that argument that like we would have in classes when it would come to like certain moral debates that the teachers would have with the students or have us have with each other. And one of them was about tasers because they're like, tasers fuck your heart up. Like... There's a lot of stories of it being like, yep, this guy that they use this taser, he just had a bad heart. Like, that's all it was. It wasn't that he was going to die in a couple of years or like had had surgery. He just didn't have a particularly strong heart. Got tased. Dead. That was it. Stopped his heart. Because guess what? You're not supposed to complete the circuit with electricity through somebody's body like that to immobilize <laughs> Who them. knew? Yeah. Turns out that this thing that we figured out would immobilize people also is real fucking bad for them. Kind of in the same way like when 
kids when I, like when I was younger, they would do that thing to get out of school. They would put their head between their legs and get themselves to like pass out and throw up or whatever. I can't remember what it was, but it would fuck you up real bad. But it would do that because it would kill a shit ton of your brain cells. And uh, so, but you got to go home and play Nintendo. Yeah, but you got to go home for that day. Uh, and so it turns out that some of those things aren't a great idea. It's like burning people's eyes out with pepper spray. It turns out they have long-term effects. That's why in war, you can't use pepper spray. It's against the Geneva Convention. Uh, <laughs> but you can buy it from Infowars.com. Yeah. I right now can find a store. I can find uh, a gas station somewhere with the next two hours of my life and get my hands on pepper spray enough to burn my eyeballs out of my skull with. Um, but I couldn't use that in war, but that's okay here. So I don't know the whole thing. Like tasers, man, I fucking can't believe we fucking use them. Dude, my mom has a stun gun and it is absolutely fucking terrifying. And she will just at certain point, remember she has it and she'll be like, Hey, come here. You walk in the room, and she's not close enough to stick you, but she just turns the fucking thing on, and you jump like a kitty that saw a cucumber. Yeah, because it's a fucking scare. They're loud as fuck, and they like suck all the oxygen out of the room. Yeah. You feel like you fucking have static electricity all over your body. Well, it's because they're also the brightest thing in the room instantly. Unbelievable. Yeah. Little, little, little arcs of plasma. Oh, it's scary. terrifying. Yeah, it's fucked up. My stepdad got it from my mom in case she ran into a bear while she was hiking. Yep. And we'll see. And again, that's the thing. That's why you would ever hope that she would use it on a person. On a bear. Yeah, on, on a, <laughs> Please use it on a bear as yeah. intended. Use it on use it on a big fucking animal, man. It's like bear mace. Uh, ah. They, they make those maces that are foam. I think that's the most sadistic fucked up thing like again it's specifically made for large animals but the fact that people will buy those to carry around it's like the ones that look like the big fucking spray cans that are attached to like the little handles and they just spray like this foam and if you get hit with this shit it just sticks to you and it'll just make you vomit thanks antifa it's fucking ridiculous man uh that we sell this crap <laughs> like there's walmart somewhere in the country free mate free i gotta let you know you gotta be safe it's, it's kind of crazy that you don't need a permit for a stun gun. No. Nope. Listen, it's fucked up. <laughs> we got to admit it that I can go to Walmart right now with $13 and buy a machete. <laughs> you come back with a weapon. I can uh, look, I can walk into that Walmart. That thing is hanging on the wall in plastic. I can pull two of them off and pull them out of the fucking plastic and run fucking jason style down through the aisles at any walmart in this country just there they are and if not if the if there are other walmarts other than the one in my fun fucking town that don't secure those behind like the special childproof lock i remember growing up and walking into the same walmart and there were so many rifles and handguns on display like when it opened Mm -hmm. And it didn't open until the late 90s, early 2000s, right? Something like that. It has just slowly infected the mall and taken over. Uh -huh. It's yep. wild. Well, malls are... <laughs> That's just going to be a giant... It's going to be one of two things. Every mall in this country is going to be one of two things. A new residential thing. 
new housing community planned in a slow special location. Like so, everybody can live in an old orange yeah, Julius. You can live. Yeah, seriously, you can all live in the old mall, and it has like this old walkway. And look, that it it makes it so that you can put a convenience store into one of those areas. Super easy to help out the community, and they retrofit the whole fucking thing and take the roof off and make the whole thing open, right? Or it becomes a fucking Amazon warehouse. That's it. That's the future of that fucking place. I don't. I, I think we're 10 years away from all of the dealerships that we see basically just being an online service where it's cheaper to order them from one centralized hub and ship to you. Like there will be places that will always sell used cars. But I think new cars like for now are just going to be the sort of thing that will just end. It'll end up being cheaper to just ship them, you know, to centralized hubs. And you either go pick them up or you get them shipped to you. Like that's it's going to be, you know, but I don't know. I, I hope it becomes residential areas because I'd love to be able to afford something at some point. You really think something like that would be affordable? Mm. Well, that's the joke, too, isn't it? Somebody was like, don't worry, guys. We're, we're, we talked about this on a couple podcasts ago, but it was like, I, I remember they're like, thank God they're, they're building more housing in Manhattan because we really need it. Oh, it was luxury apartments. Sorry. It was luxury apartments. Oh, wait, sorry. It was also in a really shitty building that sways by several feet at the top of it that will give anybody who lives there motion sickness. So no one's going to buy it anyways. Great. Start spreading yeah. the news. You imagine spending $24 million to live in an apartment that makes you sick when it's windy? It's never windy in New York. You'll be fine. <laughs> uh, I hate it. What we desperately need, though, is some housing in like literally every state. Is more housing. We need more housing everywhere. I'm still stuck on this idea that we like hastily, barely renovate a mall. Like you could be living inside of Cinnabon, but it's like it's like Cartman and his mom living in the hot dog. <laughs> they just rip out a couple sinks and then they let you move yeah, in. Like, look, here's the deal: we're gonna put a shower in here for you because we have to. Okay, uh, but it comes with a kitchen that you're not gonna find anywhere else. You show me any other place that gets you a deep fat fryer. So you shut the fuck up. There's just people moving into the foot locker. Look, you got a lot of shelving. I don't know what to tell you. Sleep in the locker like a Dracula. I don't know. I don't know where you're supposed to put a bed. I don't know. I feel like you could set up the the top shelving there. Your kids are going to love it. I don't know. Put up a little thing so they don't fall out at night. It's great. You guys can hang. It'd be like Newsies or something. I don't know. I didn't watch that. Uh, Fucking make a fucking mattress out of these goddamn basketballs. I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) That would be like the most awesome dis. Topic fucking musical ever is hang living at the mall and all the kids all the kids live in the stacks at the old Foot Locker. (laughs) It's like different classes. It's like Bath and Body Works is one. All the suburban wives are like at the old salon. (laughs) Wow! Not only is this stereotypical, it's so much so that it's offensive. Wow, that's great. We must. Consult with the old crones of Vidal Sassoon. <laughs> you go in and it's a bunch of Karens sitting in their little thrones. Uh, we must consult the wise oracles of the old bookstore of the Barnes and Nobel. Oh, hello. <laughs> it's just some comedic fat guy with no he's neck who's pants are He's always got an owl as a crack. pet. <laughs> <laughs> hello. Got a Winnie the Pooh voice. Welcome. Oh, man. Make the owl steampunk and we'll get so much money from Netflix. <laughs> I often find that the answer can be found in a good book. <laughs> <laughs> the owl just vomits up a pellet with a skeleton <laughs> in it. 
Very good, Theodosius. <laughs> the best movie ever. I would pay so much money to watch that. Just a post-apocalyptic world, but it's it's the mall. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, absolutely. It writes itself. Oh, it's so good. It's yeah, good stuff. I like that. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. It's going to be another one of those bits that nobody hears because it's going to be buried at the end and they'll have checked out. Yeah, you got che- to get through the crap to find the diamond. And it was us. Yeah, well, it wasn't that good a bit, but it was always, <laughs> <laughs> It was pretty good. I liked it. It's the best on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that bar. Look how I tripped on it. If you got to this point, yeah, contact the Skimbo Lounge on Instagram at Skimbo Lounge. Contact the Skimbo Lounge Instagram and just say, I got this far. Yep. I got this far. I got this far. And we'll know what you meant. We'll know what you meant. Maybe we'll have something for you. Maybe. Nice little wink and a nod. The thing is, everybody's starting to have babies, and we did talk about giving them free promotional creepers at one point. True. Maybe we'll actually get off our ass and do something about that. Maybe. I don't know. If there were some kind of financial incentive (laughs) in it for us. (laughs) Be like, oh, listen, man, I'd receive that thing. I might even put my baby in it, but I'm definitely not paying you for it. Mm, no, no, no. Uh, How much more convincing do you need than this? And you show them a mock-up of it, but it's on like a very obese model, baby. It's really sad. Oh, my God. It's just on me. He looks like uh, a grub worm. Wow, his balls are out. Well, it doesn't, doesn't do much for me. I mean, I'm not a baby. As you can see, I'm a man. <laughs> I'm a big boy. I'm a big, strong man. You shit yourself. Who might need a changing? And then I wink at you. It's That's when you know it's time to go inside. <laughs> I made a stinky. That's beautiful. That's good. I don't think we need to do much more than this, do you? No. How are we doing on time? Wow, we hit we hit the hour mark pretty much. hit the hour mark. Yeah, I think we're good. Closest to the whole wins. Isn't that what they always say? Well, we got some shit for not going long enough last time. So look at that. We're right on time. Did someone seriously give shit for it not oh, going? I don't think it was really. I don't think. I think they're being fathetheth. Okay. I hope so. I will attack And if person. you weren't, we'll find you. I don't know who you are. Murray does. He's the only one protecting you. Don't the, piss him off or he's going to turn you over to me. It's on the Instagram. So <laughs> <laughs> You've done it now. You trusted Rory and you shouldn't have. I know your secrets now. Trust no you. one. You. The lesson is to trust no one. Always I'm trust no one. coming for you. Have you not learned this so far? You've been listening to the podcast. Have we been listening to the same podcast? This is what? 185 episodes as of this one? Wow, really? Jesus I can't God wait. I, I just want to get, once we get to the point where we can have someone listen to a single podcast every day the entire year, only then will I shoot myself in the face. Welcome to Skimba Lounge. Do da, do da, do da. It's just we give it over to two <laughs> Russian soldiers. Do da, do da, do da, uh, da. Listen, if we could find other people who would be willing to put on an entire hour of them talking inanely, we would 100% put it up as the Skimbo Lounge. Totally. One fucking 100%. If there's someone, don't be wrong, we'll listen to it. And if it sucks, absolutely not. But if it's funny, if it's up to our rigorous standards, we would 100% put your episode on can't be any smart intellectual listen we're gonna be doing a deep dive of uh this particular uh section of works uh of edgar Allan poe where we reference it to where he was specifically in his life uh and we reference it through these letters that he wrote to uh his third cousin uh, augusta no none of that 
We don't want to hear none of that. I don't want to learn anything. I don't want to learn nothing. You can talk like that, though. I kind of like it. It's soothing, and I'm sure the audience might enjoy it. The nice soothing. Ah, yes. Sounds. Here we are like again. One of your betters. On the Skimbo Lounge. Haven't we all deserved a nice rest after the long week? Quiet respite. Ah. You are but part of the rat race. Here we, we are. We are here to make your life meaningful. Now we can sit again, quietly by the fire. You mm. age second by second. Your brain doesn't feel it, but your body does. Tick-tock. You think you have all the time left in the world. Tick-tock. Let me just tell you. (laughs) Yeah. That's good. Because we could do fun voices like that, but I don't know. I don't think they're worth it. I don't know. Perhaps next time on the Skimbo Lounge. Next week. Perhaps. Perhaps. Do you have anything you'd like to plug? You know I do not. I had a feeling that you would not, so let's bail the fuck out of this uh, turkey.